Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. All right, today's conversation really is going to make me feel triggered because (laughs) we're going to talk about, as a pathway to freedom, dealing with a life of trust and truth and conquering fear. And if you've ever listened to this podcast, you know I struggle, or go to Sandals Church, or know me personally, that I struggle mightily with fear in in a very sinful way of just never trusting God, feeling like I have to manage and manipulate everything myself um, and handle it myself. And I always think of what can go wrong instead of believing or even considering what could go right. So with that being said, we are going to talk about being free from fear as a pathway to freedom. And I really have nothing to say about it. So that was it. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> just kidding, you guys. But today, um, our my Cultivate teammate, what is your actual Cultivate title? Cultivate supervisor. She basically runs Cultivate for us um, now in such an incredible way. But Tiffany Perry, who is a fellow fear That's struggler. Right. <laughs> and right. so we're like, let's just talk about the thing we actually know everything about, but nothing about finding the freedom in it. So it's, it's anybody's <laughs> game with how this conversation turns out today, you guys. We have a lot of experience <laughs> with, with fear. being fearful and not so much in being free from fear. <laughs> Although I will say hmm. I'm finding that now. Yeah. Um, you know, we just finished a season on cultivating forgiveness and I have found, I really had to, in my pursuit of becoming a woman who forgives and forgiving some hard things that a lot of my struggle was founded and rooted in fear of people. Mm. And so I've had to really deal with my fear of man mm-hmm. And I have found so much freedom in that. So I'm gonna give, I'm patting myself on the back right yes, now for that little that victory. But what does it look like for you? Tiff and I were talking ahead of time of just like how we both really struggle with fear, but mm-hmm. realizing we struggle with it so differently. Yeah. So what what do you think um, when you think of the idea of cultivating a life of truth and trust and being free from fear? What are your initial thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about this a little ahead of time that um, I think for a lot of people, they feel like the the opposite of fear is courage. But for me in my life, the opposite of fear is trust. Um, Mm -hmm. And to to really believe in who God says he is and what Mm -hmm. he wants to do in my life. Um, I think fear for me, I definitely do worst case scenario. Um, but I also tend to, um, just shy away from anything that makes me feel fearful that I might fail. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So worst case scenario for me would be to do something and I just flop on my face and just everything falls flat. That's like my personal fear. Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do. Yes, because I'm a six on the Enneagram, but I'm also a high one. So just that struggle with right mm -hmm. doing good. So often um, that's where my real fear lies in. Like if the what if the worst case scenario is that this doesn't go well, how is that going to make me look? It's going to make me feel like I failed, like I let everybody down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one side of my fear. Um, the other side with like worst case scenario, like what will happen? How will this go wrong? Like if we're talking like a health scare or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, OK, like this one thing, I, I don't feel well. So I probably like I have a headache. I probably have a brain tumor. Like I'm going to be dead within a few hours. Like, honey, please remember, I don't want carnations at my funeral. Like this. I have that written in my phone too. I make melody when I hear a worship song. I'm like talking, I'm going out of town too, but I'll be like, yeah. What's this song, Mel? Because I can never remember the name of the song. I, was, I want you singing that at my funeral. She's like, Tammy Brown, don't say that. I know. And I often say this um, to people on our team. Like, I need you to know this because if I get hit by a bus, <laughs> because I, I want people to be prepared that, yeah. like, legitimately, I don't want to be the only one holding this information. Um, I say it to my husband. Like, okay, I need you to know this about our finances because... I don't want to be the only one carrying this because Mm -hmm. if I should perish in some way, Mm -hmm. like I want other people to like be prepared to. And my fear is rooted in like yours is, you said it's in failing. My fear is literally so rooted in which could go back to some childhood trauma. I'm just thinking of this right in this moment, everybody. So if I go sideways, it's because I'm like just had a breakthrough (laughs) of some kind, but I, it, it's of being wounded, like being attacked, mm. yeah, being raped, literally. Mm. Um, I, like I survey everywhere I go. Like, who is there anyone here who could physically harm me? I'm not afraid to die. I'm afraid <laughs> to be kept alive and tortured. Oh it's not funny. That's I don't know dark. why I'm laughing, you guys. That's but dark. it's a mental. It's a mental yeah. torture for me yeah. of like not actually dying, but. Whereas I have no spatial awareness. Like, I'll walk through the office and Mike Huntsman, who handles security, will be like, do you have any spatial awareness right now? Like, you weren't even aware I was literally over your shoulder. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I always know who's in the room. That's I do amazing. a survey everywhere I go. But it is rooted in, like, I did grow up in, in some unsafe situations. And I'm sure that's just my yeah. whatever coming out from that. But yeah. Matt, well, he used to. Now he re- he get, like he has seen how real it is for me. Just be like, that's so ridiculous, you know. But and I, we, you and I have talked about fear and how we have passed some healthy fear to our kids and some unhealthy fear. But yeah, I've given that to my kids. Like they'll be like, who's who's here that could yeah. murder us or kidnap us or right whatever. Like I struggle and fear has been such a prison for me. Mm-hmm. Fear of man, you know, my fear of people. I think came after we started the church and um just being I felt so pressured to like be liked Mm -hmm. you know be trusted to be all things to all people which 24 years later I know is impossible but I I gave my all for a while (laughs) and people still 
you know, there were still some critics out there. You can't please everyone. But I sure tried for a while. And I was so afraid that I would be the thing that brought everything down. Mm. Like that I would diminish Matt's gifting or calling. That I would... So if I just made everyone happy, I, I'm not going to be the reason this animal church like falls apart. Yeah. Um, and that, that fear was a prison for me for so long. Mm. Um, so my, yeah, it's just different, but, but dealing and, and carrying fear, like I, I am, you know, every conversation we talk about the Enneagram to a little degree, because it really has been such a helpful tool for me to understand what a big role fear plays for me because I used to think Matt was ridiculous like how are you going to bed at night with the doors not locked he'd be like I I'm fine yeah you know like how are you going it. to bed and you can't let that go like <laughs> when's the last time you know and so but now he locks all the doors every night we have gates on the property like you know and we thought each other was so ridiculous but now he understands it but it's funny to me because you know the enneagram can just be a tool to help you understand yourself help you understand others and it's helped Matt understand me Mm -hmm. and me understand him but it's also helped me understand me of if I'm not careful, fear will drive my life. Yeah. And I can look back in my life and I, I, I carry regret on things I didn't try. Like how you said fear yes. of failing. Yeah. If you struggle with fear, you never want to be a beginner. Yeah, right. But you do. But then you, you see other people doing something and yeah. you're like, man, I wish I had that joy. Or I, I'm, I'm jealous of whatever that thing is, yeah. but you never want to try it because you're afraid you won't be good at it. You're afraid you'll fail. You're afraid you'll look down. Like fear is such a ball and chain. Yeah. Fear, fear will steal our growth Mm -hmm. if we're not careful. Like it will rob us of opportunity to Mm -hmm. grow because we'll become paralyzed, right? Well, it steals your life. Yeah. It steals your joy. If you're afraid of people, if you're afraid, I've watched people who are afraid that they'll lose a friend and then they end up losing the friend because the fear of losing the friend drove the friend away. I've done that with people, you know, um, what does it look like for you to cultivate that trust? And like, how do you combat fear? Yeah. I think for me, I have to root myself in God's word. Um, and that doesn't mean like, Oh, that like, looks... I don't know how people go through life without God's word. You know what I'm <laughs> well, saying? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, because it's. I mean, there's some legitimate things to be afraid of, and we're not gonna yes, like. There are. We won't dive too deep. I've already named that. some. <laughs> I know, but I think for me, um, really sitting in God's word, and that's not a perfect practice for me. Like, I'm not saying I'm spending hours a day you in God's 5 word. A.M. Every yeah, day. no, you have no, to do two hours uh-uh. no. I have a full up. yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. Like I envy those people. And then I'm always just like, well, there I go failing at all. That's right. I'm doing this so imperfectly. But I think, um, you know, when you said we'll be afraid to be a beginner, like Mm -hmm. immediately that verse came to my mind of do not despise small beginnings, Mm. you know? And so I think for me, like fear to like launch into something because I'm already anticipating that it's going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, I have to lean into God's word that says, don't be afraid to be a beginner. Like, don't fear small beginnings. Like everybody starts with something and you don't Mm -hmm. have to be perfect at something from the get go. Um, 
the Bible is full of verses that say not to fear. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Isaiah forty nine ten. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I love that verse so much because it's it's not don't fear because you're weak when you're afraid. It's not don't fear um, because even I told you so. It's not don't fear because there's nothing to be afraid of. It's don't fear because I am with you. Mm -hmm. And I think in my own life, I recognize that my core sin is fear, that I'm a sinner, and I am not going to stop being afraid. So that means I need to keep remembering that God is with me. Mm -hmm. If I Mm. forget that truth, um, then I'll just get stuck in the fear. So fear not because God is with Mm. me, because he's my God, because he will strengthen me. And so I think, um, that the danger of like sitting in that fear and letting that spiral versus saying, okay, this is what God's word says. And this is who God is. And this is why I can trust him. And I'm not necessarily like going to get the supernatural infusion of courage as a result. Like I'm not going to necessarily never be afraid again. Mm -hmm. Like it's not all going to be right. That's just an active process of exchanging my fear for his truth and Mm -hmm. trusting that no matter what it looks like, God is always with me. I agree with you that I I don't know that I think or that I agree with the the opposite of fear is courage. I, hmm. I do. I, I'm, I'm going to be thinking about this when we finish this conversation of just that little point of, I, I think that we're thinking about it wrong. I do think it's trust. Mm-hmm. You know, do I trust that God's for me? Yeah. Do I trust he is who he says he is? Do I trust that I am who he says I is? Do yeah. I trust that he has a hope and a future for me? Do I trust that he's a healer? Do I trust that yeah. he's my protector? Do I trust that his ways are better than my ways? Do I trust that he has a plan for me? Do I trust that he loves me? You know, do I trust that he's for me, that Mm -hmm. he fights my battles? Like, I do think that when I, if I sit here and think about everything I fear, I'm not looking for courage. I'm looking, it it comes down to my trust. And I think that the practice that I have had to try to put in place and sometimes I go pretty far down the road of not doing this before I remember to remember mm-hmm. is instead of thinking of everything that can go wrong. So for me, being healthy isn't necessarily not considering what can go wrong. I think that my the way God's made me in, in managing fears, having a healthy fear, looks like thinking through what could go wrong and being prepared. Yeah. When I'm in an unhealthy place, I think through everything that could go wrong and I become paralyzed. Yeah. When I'm in a healthy place, I consider what might go wrong and I prepare myself. Like, you know, my sister lives um, in northern Idaho. It's a two-day drive there. And like I couldn't afford to fly me and the kids all there. So I could drive for what would one ticket cost on a plane, you know, or I could get all of us there if we drove. I was very afraid to drive. Matt couldn't take some time off. And I was like, I'm going to do this because I really want my kids to be with their cousins. And 
when I'm unhealthy, I'm like, I'm not making the drive. Like, what if I break down? Yeah. What if I break down with these kids? What if yeah. I run out of gas? What if I get a flat tire? What if I, like, I start going there, you know? And then at the end of that, it's like, I'm getting a flat tire. The kids and I are all starving to death and getting every bad thing ever happening to all of us. And yeah. then, you know, um, but when I'm healthy, I'm like, okay, like, look at the map. Like, I know that I need to get gas here because there's no gas station for the next 200 miles from there. And I know I have no cell phone ser- service in this place. So make sure... I'm, you know, or yeah. make sure I, I get food here for the kids. Like when I'm healthy, the fear actually motivates me to be more prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm prepared. But the other thing that like discipline and practice that I've tried to consider is not just what will go wrong, but what could go right. Yes. Like, and I, and even with Cultivate, you know, it's no secret to anyone listening, if you've listened or you know me, that... Um, that I struggle with fear and struggle with, you know, wanting to be in front of everybody or sharing what God's doing in my life or Mm -hmm. sharing because I'm afraid, you know, I'm just afraid of what all the things, because I do, I do navigate quite a bit of opinion on a regular basis from people. Um, but when I think about everything that could go wrong, like what if I say something stupid? What if someone doesn't like me as much as they like someone else on the team? What if um, I get something a little theologically off? Like mm-hmm. that's something I really struggle with. What if, and I just can, what if I sound dumb? What if I don't rhyme my words? What if I get off track? What if I forget something important? What if I, you know, I go down that. Yeah. And now I try to practice going, what if I share part of my story that someone else has been through and it gives them hope to go through this story? Yeah. What if someone considers the good news of God based on something I say? What if someone finds freedom or healing? Or what if someone finds wholeness in understanding who they are and how to be the best version of themselves. What if, like, what are all the good things Mm -hmm. that could go right? When I'm in a bad place, I just consider what could go wrong. But a practice and a discipline that I'm constantly cultivating is to also, Mm -hmm. because I'm naturally going to consider what goes wrong without even thinking of it. Like, I just know. Yeah. Is to also consider what might go right yeah and trust in that too so i love that idea of before that before we um hit record tiff and i were just talking through this and she said that and i was like oh i'm gonna say that faster before you and try to steal it as mine <laughs> and then i forgot it but because i hadn't considered that and mm. i i love that i do think that that is a part of it is and so if you're listening and you struggle with fear and fear is is the hurdle for you, like it it can be for me, like it can be for Tiff. Mm-hmm. It's the hurdle for you from finding f- and being free, finding and cultivating freedom. Is you have got to get real about your fear and how it's impacting your life. Yeah. For me, I've had to say to myself, like I'm I'm just I'm never going to be a person that's not afraid. Yeah. But it's what do I do with it? Exactly. Do I get prepared? Do I try to make healthier decisions from it? Yeah. Um, But also always considering what can go right. Because I can look back at my life and I can, I could tell you opportunities I said no to because I was afraid. And now I'm like, I'll never have the opportunity again. Yeah. Things I didn't do with my kids or let them do that I'm like, I could never do that again. Yeah. Or like that, what, what if all of the bad things that might've happened didn't? Yeah. And then I didn't 
see the thing or go to the place or do the adventure or have the conversation or pursue the, like, yeah. Fear has, has kept me from life. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of cliche, but it's been said before that fear is a liar, Mm -hmm. but we do have a real enemy that is a liar. And so I think part of that trust and that truth and looking to God's word is that you have to use that to combat those lies mm-hmm. that the enemy wants to whisper because mm-hmm. like that fear is our weakness. That is something that we know we inherently struggle with. So it makes sense that the enemy would want to use that, mm-hmm. you know, to try and disarm us mm-hmm. from, from the truth of God's word. And so I think fighting against those lies with truth and you talk so much about, you know, that discipline and that practice and that's really wisdom. Um, yeah, it you is. know, it's yes, so wise. It is. <laughs> But God's word tells us that for God has uh, not given us a spirit of fear, but of Mm -hmm. power and love and self-control. And so I think of just remembering that promise that God doesn't want us to be fearful, not because there aren't things to be afraid of, but because he wants us to trust Mm -hmm. that he's with us, like he's given us wisdom. And so, I mean, I think in that, like, if I was going to chart out my fear, like if I'm going to really combat it, then there's going to be wisdom at the front. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the truth in this? Like, what does this really look like? What does God say about this? Not the narration I want to create in my own mind. Shoot. The narratives in our heads, they're they're the thing we should be afraid, most afraid of. Right. So if I can exercise self-control and like, okay, hold on, like, let's try and catch this quick and like, keep this from spiraling. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, move through that of just believing what is true, Mm -hmm. reminding myself what is true. And sometimes that's literally like, okay, I'm going to have a conversation with myself and I'm going to just preach to myself, like, what is true? I might invite a friend into that, like, Mm -hmm. what is true? Mm -hmm. And then on the backside of that, to be grateful, to practice gratitude and say, man, God got me through that thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was so afraid to step into this, but instead of chasing that spiral, I had self-control. I believed his word. I stepped into that. And now look at what God has done, whether that's Mm -hmm. in me or through me. Or the experience you got to have. Yeah. You know, the people you got to met or the places you got to go or the things you got to do and experience or joy or fun or connection. Yeah. That, the enemy wants to rob us from and right. fear for people like us, yep. you know, um, is it, such a different thing. And I think that if you struggle with this, this is, this is something I want you to just really think through is, you know, where are there areas, first of all, like getting real with yourself, are there areas of your life where fear is in the driver's seat? Yeah. And what needs to happen there? And what are you afraid of? Yeah. You know, and, and maybe think through it with a new lens of, okay, I'm afraid of whatever. And okay, well, what can I do then to be prepared if any of those things happened? And then also, like I have tried to do, consider, but what if none of the things that I thought might go wrong did and what could go right? Yeah. What would the benefit? And, and weigh that. Yeah. You know, people who are driven by fear are in a prison until, until they deal with it. And I say that as a person who has really, really struggled Mm -hmm. with fear. I'm afraid of disappointing people. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of broken relationships. I'm afraid of getting murdered, wounded, (laughs) raped, maimed, held in prison. (laughs) Like I can't watch scary movies because I'm like, 
Yeah. yeah that's, that, that's me. I know. Like people say not me. I'm like, why not me? Like why yeah. anybody, you know, um, Matt always is like, you're always watching like Dateline. I'm like, I need to be prepared. <laughs> I need to, I know. need to learn from this. That's like a case study for I me, know. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that, like I said, to get, to move from a place that's free from fear, I think trust is the pathway mm-hmm. to freedom here. And how do we cultivate trust? And it starts with, obviously, like you said, do, do you believe who God is? Is and if you yeah. don't spend some time with him, yeah, and tell him that get real, get real with how you feel, get real with him, get real with a trusted friend of like, I have some doubts. Can we walk through this? Can we talk through this? Yeah, you know, here's here's some areas that I'm really struggling with fear in. Tell a friend, tell God, spend some time doing that, and then considering the what can go right. You know, yeah. I just it. If if not, you are not going to experience freedom. It's true. I think um, so much of what we're afraid of is the unknown. I hate the unknown. <laughs> you know? And it is that what if scenario. But I think we have to remember we have a known God. So we can trust the unknown mm-hmm. to a known God. And I think I r- have to remind myself, like, the place that I'm afraid to go God has already been. Mm. So, so often, like, we're afraid what's going to happen, but God's already walked that path, like, ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And even if it doesn't turn out the way that we want it to, being open to the fact that it's going to turn out the way that God designed for us and what He wants us. That doesn't mean we're not going to be wise and we're not going to be smart. Like we're, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to consider all that obviously and, you know, pray into that. But even still, even if that worst case scenario were to happen, God is still with us. Mm-hmm. And so there's, um, there's freedom in that of just resting in the fact that, man, like I know what I want this to look like. I'm not sure it's going to end up that way. But what if it's better like, what if God does something better? It may not be pain-free. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, growth, I hate that. growth is very rarely like, you know, there's some stretching involved there, but God is still with us in that. And so I think if we miss out on that because we're too afraid to like step forward, mm-hmm. we're just really going to be robbed of some beautiful opportunity. I mean, I can think of like my walk-in ministry with Cultivate. You know, I started out very fearful, came out of a bad ministry experience, wanted nothing to do with women like I literally wanted to hide and you would have totally missed out on me are you even kidding me true dude it's so true (laughs) but I like wanted to hide in a dark corner and Mm -hmm. like you tried to hide I did try I found you there a few times but but stepping out of that fear and remembering okay God's given me this gifting like I've tried to run from it Mm -hmm. oftentimes and if I let myself give into fear I would still be running but when I leaned into that and listened to God, mm-hmm. God was like, this is where I want you to be. Like, we're going to get through this. I'm not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. I have him. I have other people that have come alongside me. But if I, as I look back, I think, gosh, if I would have surrendered to that fear instead of trusted God, mm-hmm. I would have missed out on so many mm-hmm. beautiful things. You know, watching my own growth but just getting to see what God was going to do in the lives mm-hmm. of other women and through mm-hmm. our ministry, like it makes me sad to think of what I could have missed. So as I look forward, that makes me want to be grateful and also like 
more bold mm-hmm. even. And mm-hmm. like, I, I try not to say no to things, even if they're scary. Um, because I, I believe that God wants to grow me through that yeah, and change yeah. me. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to just ask you is, you know, looking back, like you're saying, looking back, you could see what you've missed. I can look back and, and I do see things I missed Yeah, because I was scared, but also, you know, I can look back in another way of like, what are some things that I've learned about? And this, I want you to answer this too, of like, mm-hmm. what have I learned about myself Mm-hmm. in my journey, wrestle, battle through fear. Mm-hmm. And some things that I've learned is I'm stronger mm-hmm. than I think I am. Yeah. Um, uh, years ago, I was in counseling. I've been in counseling in several different seasons of my life. Because you're um, wise. I was in counseling and I was, the counselor like made me do this game and I hated it. And like, well, what, what if that, ha-? you know, I'd be like, well, I don't want to do that because this might happen. And they're like, well, what if that happened? I'm like, well, then this would happen. And, and then what? I'm like, well, then this would happen. And like made me keep going through of like every bad thing I thought might happen. Yeah. And they're like, well, what if that happened? I'm like, well, I guess I'm still here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like at the end of it all, it's like, I, I would play through like, okay, what if, like, I used to really be afraid of like financial things. Like, okay, well, if I like the, okay, the welcome yeah. to my crazy world. You everyone right, just like, right now, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to say this. Like, <laughs> I used to really struggle with, um, being dependent on the church for our income. Cause mm. that was mass income. Yeah. So like, what if, what if we just show up on a Sunday and nobody comes to Sandals Church anymore. Well, then we probably have enough food for a week. And then me and my kids are dying of starvation. Like, I used to really go through yeah. this. Like, what if? And having to work with myself, like, well, what if? Well, then we could get a job somewhere else. Yeah. What if? Like, the so truth. many of the things we're afraid of, it's like, well, what if that did happen? Or what What if, God forbid, something happened to Matt? Like, yeah. well, I would not be okay. But the truth is like, I would get up every morning. I would figure it out yeah. because I'm stronger than I thought I would because I have God with me. You know, I have, I have learned a resilience that I have that I didn't know I had until That's some awesome. of my fears came true Yeah, and I had to go through them. And I'm like, Oh, look at like, I'm a little bruised. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tattered. Yeah. But I'm a little stronger because when you carry heavy things and you lift heavy weight, you gain some muscle. I've gained some spiritual muscle, some relational muscle. And none of that I would have had if some of the things I was afraid of didn't happen. Yeah. And so I think that as I am, am figuring it out of when I look back and think, what have I learned from fear? It's I can handle more than I think. I'm stronger than I think. And at the end, like... And even when some of the worst case scenario things happen, I, I'm going to get up the next day and breathe and figure it out. Yeah. And I have the capacity to do that. Resiliency. Um, And so as you look back, like, what do you think are some of the things that you've learned about yourself through navigating a life of fear? Mm Mm-hmm. I think probably the biggest thing that comes to my mind is that as I've had to very intentionally trust God, I've learned to trust myself. 
you know, to trust my instincts, to trust my abilities, um, to trust in the gifts that he's given me, Mm -hmm. because I think that fear can also manifest itself a lot in just like Mm self-doubt, um, and even comparison, just like I'm afraid, you know, because again, going back to that fear of failure, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes that means like, I believe somebody else could do this better. And so because I'm afraid, I'm just going to like shrink back and Mm -hmm. not even attempt this. So I think just trusting myself and believing in who God's created me to be um, in the in the gifts that he's given me and how I can exercise those, um, you know, I've lived mm-hmm. some years, 45 years, and um, I have something to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even just makes me feel kind of weird saying it because sometimes that's hard for me to believe. Like, I have something to mm-hmm. offer. Like, I can do this thing well that God has entrusted to me mm-hmm. because I trust Him and He's with me. And one of the other verses we have down, you know, the Lord is on my side. I will not mm-hmm. fear. Where's that one? Psalm one eighteen six. Mm-hmm. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I mean, well, and, and now you know yeah. everything I was ever afraid of is like, what if I make someone mad and they left the church? That's happened a bazillion times. Right. What if I make someone mad and they say bad things about me or about Matt or about my kids? That's happened. What if I disappoint someone? That's happened. Yeah. What if I? you know, say something stupid, that's happened. What if I respond in anger or sin or gossip or lie and don't, I'm not perfect. That's happened a bazillion million times. Yeah. Like all of the things I'm afraid of. And yet mm-hmm. I'm still getting, getting to grow. I'm still mm-hmm. getting to be a part of what God's doing here. Yeah, I haven't been the the reason it's all come crumbling down like I feared for so many years, you know, and I, I, I just think that for everybody listening, you know, most people struggle with fear in some regard. Mm -hmm. Um, Some carry it and filter it much more. Matt, Matt is afraid of not being successful at everything, but he's, he's rarely afraid of any other things. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. But so what, what, to whatever degree you struggle with fear, I think the first step in that is being real with where, wherever it is, you know, what are some areas that you're afraid of right now and why, and how can you use that fear? That's what I've, I've, that's where I'm at in my life now, where I'm like, how can I harness this fear? To, like I said earlier, to be prepared mm-hmm. or to think through yeah. some things mm-hmm. like, okay, these things could happen. Like when the kids were little, I would, you know, like, like when I did the long road trip, mm-hmm. you know, so I'd be like, okay, it's three hours. I'm going to, I want to be prepared. I want to have snacks. I'm going to have a juice. I'm going to have whatever you need for babies. Like they force you to sort of do that. Mm-hmm. But if you apply that to any other area of your life of like, how yeah. can you harness your fear for good? Yeah. You know, fear isn't always a bad thing. There are certain things we don't want to do and certain things God doesn't want us to do Yeah, because it will harm us. So how can we harness it for good instead of be paralyzed by it? Yeah. So if you're listening and you struggle with fear to get real about where that fear is rooted in, is it that you're not trusting in God and spend some time with God get, trying to make that right and, yeah. and asking him to reveal himself in new ways to you? Is it because you're not trusting in God because you're not spending time in his word, which reminds you 
of who he is and who he says you are and his promises to you, whether in good time or bad time, mm-hmm. you know, do you need to get real about how you, your lack of being in the word is creating fear because you aren't rooted in and reminded daily mm-hmm. of the security you have for now and for your future, yeah. you know? Are you rooted in failure? Where, where is your fear coming from? And, and do you need to think about what could go right? Yeah. So wherever you are today, our prayer for you is that you can find some freedom from fear by harnessing it to your benefit and to your good. Mm-hmm. So Tiff, thanks so much for being yeah, on here. I Sometimes Tiff and I are so good for each other and other times we're just like, we're all going to die. It's all falling <laughs> apart. Like our fear like magnifies each other. Hopefully one of us injects some truth into those situations. <laughs> you throw Diane. You guys have yeah. heard Diane on here. Diane's on our team too. And Di- we all three of us have a lot of six in us, which yeah. the course in is fear. And whether we knew or label it Enneagram or not, we all struggle with fear. So it's not an Enneagram thing. It's like, we all know we struggle with fear. Um, The Enneagram has just helped us understand how that can trip us up if we're not careful. And plus the world is just a little scary sometimes. (laughs) It's so scary. (laughs) Um, But that's our prayer for you is that as you cultivate freedom, freedom in Christ Mm -hmm. that you will deal with, acknowledge, recognize, and move to a place of harnessing fear so that you can experience and live the life God has for you. So Tiff, thank you so much for being with me today. I love you too. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this. And as always, you know, these conversations are not going to fix your world. Mm-hmm. they're not going to fix anything quite honestly <laughs> you know um, it's not like a fun time in your car or on your run or where, however you're listening to us but hopefully what it is is for us to help come alongside you to remind you hey these are real struggles they're real conversations they're real things we're going through and here's what God's word says in real time in real ways that matter right now in your real life mm-hmm. and so hopefully we've got you thinking about this hopefully we're compelling you to get real with yourself get real with God and to, to grow spiritually, um, in, in your journey of following Christ. Like we're, we want to champion you and that's why we have these conversations and dealing with fear. For me, it's going to be a lifelong struggle. Like I'm never not going to be afraid. Um, but again, my intentionality and pursuit of harnessing it for my good and the good of others. Um, fear is my motivation to do that even more so all right until next time as we continue these conversations about cultivating freedom and the different avenues and pathways and things to consider to do that um we'll get into some more topics for that but until then this week deal with your fear bye thanks for listening to the cultivate podcast If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at 
cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief Podcast, where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness. Thank you.